0: oh oh, oh, boy wow 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 Wow. if you were expecting that song to pick up at some point and be awesome you are sadly mistaken my friend that's not the song that i wanted to play but we are back episode 188 of the Metal cycling podcast the least professional least knowledgeable and least informed podcast ever once again and as always thank you to our patreons If you want to become one and help us continue to do this, uh, you can go to speedmetalcycling.com, and then there's a link there. There's a link there to make donations. There's a link there also to the latest feature in the website, which is called the Cheat Sheet, C-H-E-A-T-S-H-E-E-T, the Cheat Sheet. I should never say that. I cannot pronounce those vowel sounds. But anyway, uh, there you can see all the inside jokes and obscure references that we make, uh, all the things that we say all the time and kind of where they came from, if you need a little bit of help with that. Anyway, I am your host, the almighty Skullcrusher. Joining me today is very special, finally back. Thank you so much for coming back, my dear brother Klaus. How are you doing, my man?
1: I'd be doing better if that song wasn't so awful. (laughs) Dude, you know who it is? Hammerfall, man. Sounds like Nelson. You heard him laugh
0: right there. Also joining us today is C.D. C.D., how are you doing, sir?
2: Senator, thank you for your question. It is an important one. I believe that the data belongs to the listeners. <laughs> were mistakes made?
0: Uh, mistakes were made, and I think we're going to repair them. We're really working very hard on um, fixing them for the future. And uh, excuse me, I, you've, always, you've said that five times before or whatever. <laughs> That senator totally nailed him on on saying like, oh yeah, we're working on it and whatever. And then that senator was like, "Um, yeah, you've said that before about five times in the last 10 years. (laughs) Anyway, lastly, but surely not leastly, it's uh, the gorgeous, the beautiful Natalia. Natalia, how are you doing? Very good. Good to hear. Good to hear. Now, before we were recording, we were talking about... uh, Facebook, and how Facebook doesn't exist anymore, right? Well, I mean... I think it's gone. It's done. It's, it's disappeared. Facebook are doesn't you? exist anymore.
3: Why? Because people are <laughs> going to stop using it? Well, I know, no, I, I know that uh, I know two
0: people that actually stopped using it. Actually, these two people quit. Well, one of them quit uh, social media completely. And uh, the other one just quit Facebook. And I've been thinking about quitting Facebook, actually.
2: Is that person's I, name Mike Spriggs? <laughs>
1: No, was Mike ever on uh, Facebook? No, I don't think so.
0: Oh wait, was he? No, 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 no. There's your problem right there. That's that's <laughs> why Facebook is going out of business. If you can't get Mike Spriggs on board, and that actually is a good lesson for anybody out there trying to start a business of any sort, anything. You want to start an ice cream stand? You want you, you want to start a lemonade stand? If it's not the kind of lemonade stand that like Mike Spriggs would stop at. Don't even bother. He's not. He's the not
1: marker open. species, as they call it.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Well, if you think about it, what is it like? One, only one out of ten restaurants that open make it. That's the one that Mike went to for dinner. Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, Facebook is going out of business apparently, according to CD. He, he, that's he's really good with predictions. Obviously, he's predicted every winner of every race this season. So. I know it's been I mean amazing. been
3: because sorry because after yesterday when he was speaking, was it the Senate or the House? Yesterday?
2: yesterday was the Senate. Today was the House. The
3: Senate. Okay, so when he's after he spoke on the Senate yesterday, Facebook's uh, shares, the stock went up like four point five percent. So I was like okay, I guess the markets like what he said. It's pretty much because they. <laughs> it was funny to see the senators trying to understand. How Facebook
0: works, works, I know. How the yeah. internet works.
3: That's in <laughs> so general. funny.
0: Just them, just it, it, trying to understand data and just how, like, cybersecurity, which is the dumbest term in the world.
3: I felt like what I feel when I'm talking to my mom through things explaining <laughs> her how these things work like email and social media and whatsapp and twitter and all those things I felt like You man, know what I
1: found to be the hardest thing to explain to my mom about how to do something on a computer remotely What how I didn't think this would be a problem to type in a URL like to understand that there's a field that's empty and you have to put a cursor there and start typing inside that little box is impossible.
0: You mean like explaining it remotely?
1: Yeah, because I have to say, so there's a little like a gray box that has some words and I've tried and it's impossible. Cause oh, like a search field. Yeah. Because it's empty and you're gonna put something in it. Impossible.
0: Yeah, it's not. I impossible. mean, you have to know what you, it's not very. Um, what's that? What's that term? Um, like intuitive. Intuitive. Thank you very much. Well, one of the things I remember seeing an, uh, um, a show about this years and years ago about how a lot of people thought that the mouse was perfectly intuitive, and then they gave a mouse to a bunch of people that didn't know how to use it, and they were just like picking it up and like it's not intuitive at all. We just think of it as being second nature because we've been with computers and with the internet from the beginning. But yeah, I mean. Trying to, but not the out.
1: house and the senate.
0: No, it, that'll be like <laughs> exactly. That'll be like when I sit with my mom and try to explain things on her iPad to her, and like how to do simple things like closing windows and like closing the tabs on her browser, which seems like such an. It drives me up the wall. I just want to choke people. So I'm sure that's exactly how. Zuckerberg was feeling trying to explain the internet to these goons
3: <laughs> while enjoying his booster seat.
0: While enjoying his booster seat, which Klaus so kindly told us that he uh, that he was he was uh, he was sitting on a on a booster seat. Pretty funny.
1: Yep. It's nothing like realizing it and then realizing that he's the same height as you, so you'd need a booster seat if you were there as well. Well, kind of embarrassed.
0: I sitting. I, I don't want to sit in front of Congress ever. Obviously, it doesn't really matter. Unboostered, unboostered, on un- or
2: unboostered. But did you know that I have? You've sat in front of Congress. Or I testified you have a- before the U.S. Senate on September no. 14th of 2004. I did. For, what? For what? Class. That's when you it was owned, about when you owned Facebook. No, it was about the Lewis and Clark Mount Hood Wilderness Act. Get out of here! Yes, so I like I've the sat- Superman TV show. I have sat in that seat
0: right there with a booster oh no you're tall you didn't need a booster seat wow so what did what did the parks have to do with superman i don't get it
1: (laughs) wait what lois and clark that tv show with the guy and
2: (laughs) lewis and clark oh Oh Oh,
1: those guys
2: Okay. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, Superman Lopez. It was... uh, (laughs) was So under what? Why were you there? Under what capacity? Uh, At the time, I was a board member for the International Mountain Bicycling Association and had just moved to Oregon.
1: Wow, that's
2: very cool. Yeah. Wow. Did you you meet the president?
1: president? Uh, No, I did not. Well, I'm sorry. Wait, who was the president at the time? What year did you say? That would be
2: 2004. Bush. Oh, okay. Correct. Wow. But the chairman of that committee at the time was Larry Craig, who we all remember went on to be famous for his wide stance at the Minneapolis airport. Uh, mental oh, airport.
1: yes. Yeah. The wide stance. He yeah. was tapping, um,
2: um, which was code, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think he was listening to Hammerfall, I think, at the time. <laughs> Hammer blow? What was it? <laughs> Listen,
1: not to brag, but you were in front of Congress. In high school, I was in the mock trial. Uh, thing. I did a mock trial. Just
0: as important, It's basically the same thing, if you really think about it.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: And Spider-Man is in the debate team. So that's kind of the same thing right there. So you guys have something in common with Spider-Man.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that's
0: Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Spider-Man doesn't sit there in like full Spider-Man costume and answer questions about... You know, star stuff. But anyway, okay. So um, my dog ate my homework <laughs> almost literally. As I told you guys before, my dog got a hold of my notebook. And uh, he doesn't eat the paper. He just shreds it. But he went to town on it. And, of course, it was turned to the page with all my notes for the episode. And mm-hmm. I went back. I gathered every last little piece of paper and then wiped off the drool and the dog hair and everything and laid them all out like a little puzzle and then taped the whole thing back together. So I
1: have- But we can all, we, we know that I got predictions right. So let's just move on to the yeah, next exactly.
0: one. Right. That, that, that yeah, exactly. That we already know, but-
1: Wait, so are you bragging about knowing that Sagan was going to win Perry No, I, I haven't missed a prediction yet. Yeah, on exactly. Show. God damn.
0: Man, lo, que no. hace, lo que hace es que dice cualquier nombre y el lunes dice, oh, sí, I got it right. So anyway, it mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. Here's the thing. The
1: point... You're being accused
0: the, in Spanish. The point, of my, <laughs> the point of, of my story was that I took photos of the before and after. I put it back together. And I'm going to be Instagramming that at some point later today. So if you're listening, this, listening to this, you, just, you can go to our Instagram at Speed Metal Cycle, C-Y-C-L. And... Um, and then check it out. It's actually, I think it it amazed me because there were so many little pieces. I thought there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to do this. So, Fortunately, though, he did get a couple of pages from the Flanders notes, and since we already went through those, I didn't really care. So, Okay, so let's start with the Miguel Indurain uh, Grand Prix, just because we didn't talk about it last episode, and a couple of listeners were surprised that we didn't talk about it because Juan Carlos Betancourt actually attacked during the <laughs> during the race. All so right. I went back, hmm. of course, and I was like, well, I have got to watch this just in case it was somebody else, you know? I mean Movistar has a lot of dudes. They all wear sunglasses and helmets, so maybe they got it wrong.
1: And they absolutely did not. He did attack. Um, so I haven't been watching uh, much racing at all. Certainly not that uh, race, but can you imagine that someone texted me to tell me about that? Somebody did, like, yes, <gasps> that he attacked. But I'm just saying, like, that's when your career is in the toilet. I mean, it's what, cool, your career or but his career. His. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying when that's news. I mean, it is cool, but
0: isn't no, that kind of weird? But it's news to us because we think it's funny because we've made so much fun of him, But I you don't. Know, I don't. I mean, listen, movie star dominated this race I mean from beginning to end they had four, five, six guys riding in front of the Peloton just insane just protecting Valverde the whole time when things got a little you know attacky let's say um, they they had a couple of attacks and and, and like I don't know like 20k to go or so Betancourt put an attack perfect timing for to set up Valverde and Valverde went on to win easily basically easily but Amador and Betancourt did an amazing job during that race just covering every single attack they were at the front of the race I'm not even exaggerating for 80k from the beginning that I started watching it until all the way to the end just unbelievable Betancourt finished fifth um just awesome let me see what other notes do I have about oh yeah Uh, I have one from this race uh, go ahead. What do you have? I have um,
2: well, you Oregon homeboy. You, you predicted Valverde for one, but what else? Uh, well, of course. Well, I mean, of course. I mean, And if you're not predicting him over the next 10 days, you're, you're foolish. Yeah. Um, no, uh, Oregon homeboy Ian Boswell uh, kind of began his season at this race. And uh, I, I'm going to say look to him to be on form in some of the races to come. I'm feeling it. Uh, he was on TV on this race. They showed him. So that's a yeah. good sign. He was at the front. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Um, I think he looked good at Katusha. I, I'm suddenly a Katusha fan. So there we go. <laughs> you and Mike Spriggs. So now uh, you go back to your whatever. Yeah, no, the point I was
0: going to make is since everybody all over in the cycling world, all the cycling media listens to the podcast, I want to make sure that people understand this because people in your sport are getting confused. I. I've said this before, I don't want their jobs. I know that it's incredibly hard to talk for four hours about absolutely nothing when you're commentating on the most boring sport in the world. But there was a team called Euskaltel Euskadi, right? Euskaltel is a phone company that is from the Basque country. Euskadi is the name of the Basque country in Basque. Now there's a team called Euskadi, by itself, because it's a it's a state sponsored.
1: It's a cell phone team. company.
0: Well, they continue to call them <laughs> is Euskaltel. That, is that Where this is going? They, con- they were they mixed them. Oh up. my god! Every other time they say instead of saying Euskadi, they say Euskatel. <laughs> Is not, I to
1: tell you. Oh, the phone idiots. company must be happy. Oh my
0: God. Yeah, they don't have to put a dime on and they're getting plenty of publicity in Eurosport, which doesn't really play at all in the Basque country. So. But anyway, so just, just so that we are absolutely clear here, it's uh, actually, let me look up the team, the actual, the whole team name. Um, it's called like uh, Foundation Euskadi or something like that. Uh,
3: is that the team that Landa is supporting?
0: Uh, is it Landa? I know that I know that there is like a, it may be Landa but I think, yeah, it probably is just because he's from, from Euskadi. So it's called the team is called Euskadi Murias and it's like the Euskadi Foundation or whatever. So Euskadi Murias is the name of the team. Not Euskaltel. Euskaltel has nothing to do with it. Euskaltel Took all their money and ran away from cycling, as most sponsors do, and they should do because it's a horrible sport. Um, what else do I have? Oh, that, um, dude, uh, Nicholas Schultz from Caja Rural, I guess he's Australian, he had a ridiculous race too. So, watch, watch for him. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's not gonna be in Caja Rural very long. Um, Ala Philippe looked amazing as well, apparently. And it says here Basque court, corp, color. I don't know.
3: Basque country, maybe? I don't know.
0: I don't know what it says, but it says Basque something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Meaning that my, my notes start for the Basque country there. Yeah. But that part he ripped right through the middle. So I couldn't see. Yeah, so that's what Philippe was amazing in the Basque country. Um, he looked really good. I mean, actually, the Arden's coming. He's going to be amazing. Um, quick step. <laughs> just beat the shit. <laughs> Every other team shouldn't have even shown up to this race. Jesus Christ. They won, what, four stages out of five? It's just incredible. And this, this uh, Landa versus Quintana thing that everybody was talking about. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Quintana was working for Landa. There's no there's no other way around it. Quintana was being a good teammate.
1: Quintana has to leave Movistar.
3: Yeah, the, uh, Quintana. <laughs> we
1: have I'm been saying, saying,
3: saying that for how long now, Klaus? Two years? Yeah, Quintana <laughs> has to leave
0: Movistar. Yeah. Mark Soler has to leave Movistar. He's being
1: blindly th- uh, loyal to a team that doesn't appreciate him and want him. And I don't just say that. From my own opinion, I say that based on someone who worked for the yeah, team. Yeah, I, I know.
0: I, you, you don't – when you have somebody like Valverde in your team and you feel about that person that way, then Valverde, why bother getting somebody like Nairo Quintana? I, I never understood why they did. I don't think that they thought that Nairo Quintana was going to be as good as he is, as he turned out to be. Honestly, I think that that's, the, Absolutely. that's the issue,
1: so. I mean, and it's a great problem. Yeah, to for have, them, I don't for think them it's great. They know exactly.
0: For Quintana, is. it sucks. For Valverde, well, I mean, not that he gives a shit. Valverde. He doesn't care. He just, he continues to win every fucking race ever. Um, Let me see.
1: He's 40 now.
0: <laughs> Valverde. For no, so? he's 37? He's, uh, 36 or 37. Yeah. Valverde. Yeah. And he has won. Yeah. He has Only. won uh, 72 races this year already.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, really. He's won like More or less. without without tape. counting the two stage races that he won, he's won like nine races already, something like that. Not as many as Quick Step yeah, though. Quick Step has won 85 races this year. Holy shit, they're like they got like 25, 26 victories this year. Fucking a.
1: What's Valverde's Grand Tour plan?
0: Do you know? Oh, I think he should stay at home for all three, but I'm not really sure. No, no idea. I mean, Movistar hasn't made any announcements at all. Regarding what? Uh, grand Tours for Valverde. For I, Valverde.
3: Oh, I think they are planning to send him, I think it's Landa.
0: And Quintana for the, for tours,
3: the Giro. Right? Day, La- the three of them are going to be at the Tour de France. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if Valverde is the one that is supposed to show up also in Vuelta España. It was something Valverde. like that.
2: I think I heard Tour of California. I just saw that on the internet. <laughs> oh, the, for, the fourth Grand Tour, yeah. I'm sure he'll be, be stoked. All right, I'm going to admit, I just typed Alejandro Valverde Tour of California into Google. So. Valverde.
1: that's where. It's <laughs> Movistar doesn't go to California, right?
2: What's that?
0: Movistar? I don't think they've ever been there. Yeah. Huh think so no i mean why would they just the sponsorship would make no sense there's no more we start here in the u.s um also there's no sky in this kid well there's for, no quick
3: 20th century folks yeah, yeah. And, you know oh, yeah.
0: you know this pretty much rod glitch dude who they don't stop
3: won the race
0: he's <laughs> fucking unbelievable man he Oh, that race was so awesome for him. I loved him, loved him, loved him. Great time trialist and just cool. I just wish Eurosport would let us forget for about five minutes that he was a downhill skier before he was a cyclist because they just do not stop. That
2: makes you a good descender. <laughs> oh, but I they heard. say that about mountain bikers too. I've gotten so tired of hearing oh, that yeah. like so just God, because the guy bad. raced yeah. – he raced a mountain bike in college once, and they're like, oh, he's such a good descender. He's a, and you're yeah, like, uh, he's a very good else, bike handler, whatever.
1: Who else had that? Levi Leipheimer. <laughs> and you guys forgot that he existed.
0: <laughs> I did. I did forget that he existed. That's awesome. Thank you very much for bringing it up. Again.
1: Did you know that Nairo Quintana was an uphill skier? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rare sporting <laughs> With rollers
3: roller skates, cows, yes. going up the hills. Yeah,
1: I'm just preparing a little night of the ski
3: resorts we have in Colombia.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Up a field filled with cow poop and potatoes.
0: <laughs> oh god. All right, I have two more notes, three more notes on on um, Basque Country. Um Betancourt attacked during the last stage.
3: Yep. He he did. did. No, he did. It's, it's great. He did. And you know what the funny part is? When I was watching, I did not recognize him. Yeah. When he went up front, I was like, he oh, does... oh, he started charging. He and then I was like, oh, wait, is it, that Betancourt? Yeah. My gosh. He does not look fat.
1: Imagine, imagine yeah. if a football team, if people got excited, like, wow, they have a, an offense. Like, they have a quarterback. <laughs> they're gonna go on the field and try to throw the ball. <laughs> Can you imagine?
2: I mean, that's exactly what's happening here. You are you are highlighting from this race, despite all the other goings on, that he was there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to do...
3: It is, but it's news for us Colombians. No, that, but- Betancourt, we had had hope with Betancourt, and then he went missing, and then resurfaces again, so it's... it's- yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like a little cult, I yeah, would say. No, absolutely.
0: so. absolutely. And don't worry about it. When we start talking about Pierre roubaix I'm going to talk about Hendrik Hausler for about 20 minutes, too. So it's the same thing. It's basically the same
2: thing.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, Rigoberto Uran in the Basque country. He did a typical Rigobert Duran thing. Like, oh, my God, he looks so good. Oh, my God, he looks awesome. He's in the front. Wait, where is he? Oh, wait. Oh, he finished 97th in this stage. Okay, next stage. Oh, he looks pretty good there. Oh, yeah, the final climb. Oh, good. All right, look at Grigoberto Urán. Oh, my God, is he going to attack? Oh, wait, wait, where did he go? Oh, no, he disappeared. I have no idea. So I I can't gauge how his shape is for the Ardennes because I have no idea where he was. He would be there, and then he wouldn't be. He was like a group of 20 people, there's Urán. And then all of a sudden, it'd be like a selection, and there'd be like nine guys, and Urán... Wouldn't be there, and then he would like get up there again, and then he would disappear. Like I, I, I don't know. I'm. Rigoberto Urán is a really difficult guy to nail down. He's either on or not at all, and he's like somewhere in there, and then finishes third in the Giro. Like if you look at the Giro last year, the last Giro, I think Urán is on screen for a total of three minutes throughout all whatever twenty stages. He just kind of disappears, and then oh, he finished nineteenth in good the stage, hiding. and he's third in the GC. Like it's just weird. So
1: slow but steady. I guess so. I
0: yeah. just that that's not gonna win him Liège Baston Liège. So he just I don't I don't I hope that he's in good shape. I love seeing him race when he goes all out,
1: and I don't know. You know, uh, I I talked to when I had the chance to meet Juan Antonio Flecha and you talk to him about his career and the things that he accomplished and the near misses he had, you realize he knew he was never quite going to make it. Like he knew that he wasn't tambone and he knew that he wasn't Kenchalara. And he's like, it was heartbreaking to know that you're good, but you're just not that good. Wow. And you know what I mean? Like I mean, Like you just know, because he's like, I would be next to those guys and I'd be like, I can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) And I just wonder if Roberto Oran like has that. He's amazing, but man, he's just... (sighs) Wow,
0: that must be, I don't know, I guess sad. I mean, because, you know, you you, you get into a sport because you love it or because your parents force you to. And then at some point you're a junior (laughs) and you're like the best one around. And then you're awesome that you get signed by a huge team and then you go in there and then you realize, oh, yeah, maybe I'm not really as good at the rest of these dudes.
1: I mean, you're one of the best at something in the world.
0: Yeah, you're uh, one of the best 200, but finishing 192nd in a race is no good.
3: Huh. I'm Juan Antonio Flecha no, and I'm doing better than Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm Juan Antonio uh, my
0: Julio, Antonio Fletcher, and he's <laughs> doing better than Mike. That's awesome.
2: That's actually not true. <laughs> Mike is doing
1: better. Oh yes, it is.
3: Oh no, Fletcher is doing better year, than no. everybody.
2: When I was last oh, yeah. in New York, I yeah. visited Mike Spriggs, and and that's as about as good as it gets. <laughs> but who's better looking?
3: I'm Juan Antonio Fletcher. You're listening to Speed Metal Cycling Podcast.
2: Yep. There you go. I think it depends on what you're into. Who isn't Adds into down. half
0: Spanish, half Argentinian, like ex athletes with a cute accent?
2: Who isn't? Mike. Yeah, but what if you want to be like the good-looking one in a yep. relationship? You think about that. There's people that do yep. that. That's yeah. racist. They date down so that they can be <laughs> the attractive one. <laughs> you try to date down.
0: That's actually very interesting. I don't. I never had to worry about it because I <laughs> don't matter who I date. I'm dating down. So I never really even thought about it. It's kind of new. Kind of like
2: I thought you were going to be self-effacing there and say that no matter who you dated was always good-looking. But I guess I I feel like yeah, no, I don't feel like lying today. I can tell you that uh, just
0: like when Antonio Fletcher at some point realized, oh man, I'm never going to be like these guys. I can tell you at some point I realized I'm never going to date a woman as good-looking as I am. That's just it was a revelation that came to me when I was 13 or 14, and I've you know I came to terms with it. That's the way that it is. I'm always going to be the better-looking person in their relationship.
3: Early life decisions. Uh, you know,
2: I mean, but listen. Are you ever suspect of people who date themselves, oh, though? Like people who look alike? Yeah, you ever suspect wow, of that? Remember, do you, you remember know? The, the brother oh, yeah. and sister that basically dated in Miami?
0: When we lived in Miami, this kid was dating a girl. It was on Canada. I mean, they looked like twins.
1: It was like the side Oh, yeah, that's episode. right.
0: But that was George was dating the girl that looked like.
1: No, it was Jerry. No, it was
0: George. They were like, oh, George, you're in no, love no, with Jerry. No, it was
1: Jerry. And they found an actress that looks exactly like Jerry Seinfeld. Like Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh,
0: oh, Which is hilarious because she wasn't.
1: Or was yeah, it yeah, George? Yeah, yeah, whole maybe. the right. like, oh,
0: you're in love with Jerry or whatever. But you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Paris-Roubaix. The... Um, Predictions were as follows. Natalia wanted Oz, but thought Stibar. I wanted Van Aert, thought GVA. Klaus wanted Van Mark or Stibar, but thought Sagan. CD wanted Nathan, of mm-hmm. course. Dillier. And Won it, Vanmark. Mike is interesting. So for the listeners out there, I sent Mike an email. For the listener, listener out there. I sent Mike an email being like PR Pari Rube picks. And he thought I meant pirates versus Reds. So <laughs> he said he the pirates it. were gonna beat the Reds. And guess what? <laughs> The Pirates beat the Reds 5-0 <laughs> that day. Oh, what, is it really a game? There was, there was a game, them? man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, that the same Pirates. Game. Yeah, no,
3: that's yeah, the, the Pirates' nice coincidence.
0: The are are 8-2 are, are, no. are and two this season. It's unbelievable so far. And speaking of ridiculous sports that nobody gives a shit about, how about them pens, huh? Playing the the Flyers tonight. First game of the second round of the playoffs. Here we go, man. 3 trip, Three-peats. Three, three Three Stanley Cups in a row, buddy. That's yeah. Uh,
1: that uh, copywritten, right?
0: Literally, no one on earth. No, knows you know that. who knows the people that created all the frigging traffic on my way back from work. They were all going to the stupid game. No, I'm <laughs> talking you,
2: like, to... like, of... NHL, like no one, it's no one's paying we attention in... to that anymore. What? It's Not even happening. All of Canada. Is... All five people nope. in
0: Canada. No, when we were in Sweden, we were in Gothenburg, and um, the guy in the front desk. Was like oh welcome where are you guys from and whenever they asked my wife and i was like oh well yeah. I mean, he's from colombia she's from new hampshire with new york and then brooklyn and like you know whatever so we were like oh pittsburgh we're like oh pittsburgh penguins and we're like yeah of course we're in sweden people over there love hockey so there you go people in people in sweden
1: what about fans of the movie the everybody mighty ducks. is
0: a fan of the movie the mighty ducks so that means just worldwide hockey is mm-hmm. the most hockey is the most popular sport in the world
3: Will a flying V no. make sense in a cycling race, a flying V formation? Uh,
0: no. All right, I don't know. I mean, because you're done. Definitely... Because <laughs> then everyone yeah, would be taking exactly. the wind. Actually, exactly the opposite of what you should do. <laughs> you should...
3: But you can use it to block attacks in the small <laughs> and yeah.
0: narrow I mean, roads. Can, it, it, the thing is that you should always write single file to hide your numbers, like the sand people do.
1: It is maddening. I Where was it sometime this year? I saw the beginning of a stage something where Sky was totally blocking doing what Juan Antonio Fletcher rode for them said they do um, that normally the cameras don't capture, which is that they are absolutely blocking the road and only letting their own person or whoever they pick. For the break.
0: I mean, they do that in they've been doing that stuff in like races like Tour of Flanders for ages. And I mean Quick Step straight out did it this year, too.
1: See, but Juan Antonio Fletcher said he's like the way that I've seen it now I had never seen when I raced, and he raced for Rabobank. He
0: did race for Rabobank. And he also raced for Sky.
1: <laughs> I yeah, and that's why he's like, No, it's Sky. They they absolutely do it in a way that I had never seen before. Remember so. when
0: Sky used to wear adidas kits weird
1: yeah made by someone else uh probably castelli or something
0: yeah okay so what else perubay Rube. we didn't even start talking about perubay we just talked about the the predictions and how klaus got it right however if you follow us on instagram then you know also that klaus put money down on the race so he told us that he thought Sagan was going to win. But when it came down to putting his money down, he went for the cheeky one, proverbially. And you put money on Stibar, um, who else? Uh,
1: Van Mark was Van not Erd, on the list. Or Van Van Erd, at least and, I didn't see him. So Van Aert. Yeah, and and Heinrich Hausler, because I thought that'd be funny.
0: And Henrik Hausler, which was pretty funny. Although he was <laughs> there, I, I, they said his name. So you thought that Sagan was going to win, but you didn't put money on Sagan.
1: Yeah, because I knew if I, I bet a pound, I would get, you know, whatever, 10 yeah. cents. Yeah,
0: well, at the end of the day, you ended up wasting three British pounds for the chance to, yeah, it was just, to win 41 pounds.
1: Only. Yeah, it was more about the uh, the experience in of going to an OTB type place and seeing degenerate gamblers sitting there. Uh, watching horse racing from the Ukraine so or whatever.
0: Where, where, where in the UK were you? <laughs> in London as well. So you were in London. So you're telling me that there's the, the the OTB experience here in the United States. I don't know. Is there OTBs everywhere or just in New York? I don't even know.
1: I attribute it as a – I think of it as a New York City thing. Off-train. Yeah, yeah it's, I
0: don't know that there's OTBs anywhere else. But it's, So you're telling me that those gen, degenerate <laughs> – Gamblers, gamblers, putting money down on Ukrainian horse racing. Not even horse racing, but the ones with the buggies. That also exists in England. It translates from there to here. I mean, the
1: place that I went into, the Paddy Power, was absolutely one of those places, like That's dark awesome. windows. It's its really kind of a bummer. But I think <laughs> when in Rome...
0: When well, in Rome, I you, you on, put money down and
1: you lost three pounds. Roller. Yeah, Man. and I'll... Exactly. <laughs> that's racist. I'll save the slip, if nothing else, it's a story. Although the slip that I got is in that kind of fax paper. That oh, that's going to be all gonna well. Turn black anyway. Do do just save
0: that photo that you sent me of it. Yeah. yeah. At
1: least well, you well, have I'll the, encase it in uh,
0: plexiglass. In carbonite. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm trying. I'm getting rid of my
1: notes. <laughs> my sad <laughs> like, notes. Uh, uh, like speaking of of London, you know Harrods, the fancy. Uh, department store there encased in a pyramid of plexiglass or whatever resin they have the last the ice cream uh like glass or whatever that princess diana ate her like her dessert before she was killed they have it there with the dirty spoon and everything
0: that's not only not like lame but also super morbid
1: that's kind of weird but um Uh, so i'm gonna do that with that yeah, so
0: Pari Rube finally. There was zero Colombians participating in Paris-Roubaix and only one American,
1: which is a bummer cuz that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to bet on a Colombian, but the Huh, there how did nothing.
2: the uh, how did the American do by the way guys? I'm just curious. He <laughs> did He did very fucking I, well. I believe plus I believe, I believe a couple of shows ago instead of Taylor Finney, I kept saying top 10. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what uh, I I <laughs> A TT, because he's no. Um, Taylor, sure. Finney, the- he, he's um, Taylor Finney, you're listening to the. He's known for time trialing. Taylor Finney, you're listening to the. And I just. Um, Taylor Finney, you're listening to the speed metal cycling podcast uh, presented by Kanye West. Top ten.
0: <laughs> I called it. Uh, oh, what a great race! I mean, obviously he was working for uh, Seven Marco, but. Wow. Wow.
3: Did you? Did the? Michael Gollard's uh, crash or whatever, when he hit the floor, hit the ground, sorry, ruined the race for Uh, you a little bit? Not not that much. Because after after they quickly show him laying in the ground, I mean, yeah, sure, it was an exciting race to watch sometimes, but I couldn't get him out of the back of my head, just thinking about man, that did not look <laughs> um, very promising. You know in terms of Who was whole... the
0: last guy that died in a race? Uh,
3: Demoitier, Antoine Demoitier in gain before this one? Two or three Yeah years no ago?
0: I mean yeah no I mean just in general when's the last because whoever it was, if I was watching, I thought it was a bummer, but I continue to watch. I don't think I've ever been like Oh, dude. Much less with this crash, it didn't really... I mean, yeah, I mean, you feel bad and you're like, oh my god, this sucks. But then you just kind of shake it off and keep going. I I, I mean, at least I do. I don't know. I, I saw friggin' in Formula One this, what, Jules Bianchi
1: died two years ago? No, Formula I have one. to he say... He got decapitated. He um, kept going. What uh, was it? In the Giro uh, from Who Died?
0: Oh, number
1: uh, Um. um it was uh, another double. All the weigh-ins, the Yeah, that one shook me. That was I mean, a bad it was one. tough. But I think,
3: and this one was too because he had yeah. this cardiac arrest. So while cycling, so he had this. Uh-huh. I'm guessing yeah. it's a sort of heart attack or something sure. like that. And then uh, he happened. just went down I mean, it, because it, it, of it that. is a
2: thing that happens in sport. You yeah. see it in basketball uh, fair amount with taller players and, and cardiac issues. Um, you know, yeah.
1: Really? But, like, Oh the, gosh. The
2: heart can't Yeah. Get- I mean, I, I look back many, many years ago to a, a guy who played for Loyola Marymount, Hank Gathers had, um, a heart issue and, you know, and I think that you just recently, there was a guy, a kid that had a cardiac issue in college. Um, You know, especially with sport being at the level that it is today, and the extreme limits that people are at, I mean, it's 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 horrible. Um, but Natalia, I can't say that I like at the time. You know, you never know because the the worst crashes sometimes. Guys, the 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 kid from Katusha that crashed early, got back in the race and then later abandoned. But man, he was back in the race like super fast. Super quick and totally muddy, and then you can just see like these really like simple little turning accidents where guys just sort of tip over, and then you know they have these. So I think at the moment, no, I can't say in the moment that it affected the rest of the team.
3: Okay, I was I was also
2: paying attention
3: to Twitter, and then they started to leak the information about that he had to be resuscitated, and they had to. Yeah. Airlifted in a Actually, helicopter, yeah trying to do CPR it, and all those things. Yeah. And you're just thinking like yeah, man, there is a kid fighting of, for you know, none his of life us like
2: that, and I mean, <laughs> it is the unfortunate Bummer. byproduct of sport as entertainment is um everyone goes on to finish it and enjoy it, and there's this you know, this shadow that's cast over it. Um yeah, I mean it's By the way, I can tell that you've
1: worked and been around a fair amount of British people because you say sports singular. Oh, okay. I have been around
2: British people a lot. Um, I guess that makes me feel good. Um,
0: Well, as long as you don't start saying sixth instead of sixth. sixth
2: makes me in-fucking-sane. Put the expletive whatever on there. I don't care. It makes me in-fucking-sane. But back to that point, I guess, about this is I nearly – Everything I've seen, in fact, everything I've seen, whether it's race wrap-ups, tweets, everyone handled it in such a meaningful way. Every member of the sport, every athlete, I think, gave it its fair amount. And yeah, I think we all carry it. I mean, it's it's the nature of the sport that we do, right? It carries a tremendous amount of risk just beyond the physical part of it. You know, it's really,
1: Which I hate no. and detest, and I think other people thrive on it, and it bums me out to no end. And I can't negotiate it, I, like mentally. No, I mean I understand, but the question was,
0: did it bum you out? It did not bum me out at, at all at the time I didn't, know. I didn't find out. I didn't find out until way after the, I mean, hours after the race. Because I, I
1: found out because my wife told me. I don't follow Twitter. I don't
0: check any of that stuff. I watched the race that Sunday. It was awesome. And then I went on my way and did some shopping. So I had no idea. So it didn't bump Where me Where did out you go shopping? What's that?
1: Where did you go shopping?
0: Um, the Toys R Us by our house is going out of business. Oh,
1: they're going out of
0: business. Yeah. So Hold on. I have to let the bill. Of course, it's like uh, Toys R Us and there's a Baby's R Us attached to it. So I'm over there to look at some baby stuff and uh, did some other
3: random stuff around the house. Okay, question for you regarding Paris-Rouet. Say that Sagan and Tepstra mm-hmm. change places. So Tepstra was the one going away and then Sagan was mm-hmm. where Tepstra was. Do you think that the script would have been the same? Meaning Tepstra and Disorgai managed to get away and then Sagan goes in that back group and yes. they never catch them. Or you're know, like is the gap uh, bigger or do they manage to close the gap?
0: The only I, I think the only variable there would be Quick Step as a team and how they would react to Terstra going first and then Sagan going. Are they gonna chase Sagan down or not? Um, I don't know. I think honestly, I I was a little disappointed with the race. I think that Sagan went at the perfect moment when he had to and I think that whole other group they weren't even looking at each other they were doing absolutely nothing looking at each other would have been one thing by the time they woke up and they started having this like insignificant like Greg and Armand had like like two silly like attempts at attacks and like it, 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 Gilbert kind of sort of went and Steve R kind of sort of went it, it, it's it's pathetic that they just did not I mean where they beat Maybe. Maybe they're completely empty. They had absolutely no energy left. But that doesn't make it any better. I'm not saying... I just... I, it wasn't the Paris-Roubaix that I was hoping for. Now, that being said, holy shit, Peter Sagan deserved that fucking win. Yeah, no doubt. He yeah. was the... Out of all those people, he was the only one with the balls, the only one with the balls and the legs to actually attack. He went long. He sustained it. And even though the people behind, like I said, weren't really doing a very oh, good Steve job Bart chasing tried. it down. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I think you know, Steve had tried and they had attacked. They had little attacks, but I think they should have gotten together. And I don't know. It just kind of bugs
2: me nowadays. Just people just, I don't know. I don't want to get into that. <clears throat> that being said. I will say this, though. Finney what? worked his ass off to keep Van Mark up there, got dropped, and somehow we never saw got his way back on. But, yeah, and, 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 I would and love to know really how right. he did that because that was probably an incredible feat of strength.
3: If you have the chance to read the interview that Cycling did. Tips did with yeah. him, I think it was Kelly Fritz or it's, something.
2: It's super that cool. Is
3: on point, yeah. yeah, it is really good. It's, just and, go and you know. And, check
2: and it. then it's my heart pick was cool. always Oliver Nason, but it's his teammate who's out there for 200k. That was yes. super badass. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I mean... Because we thought those it, two guys, you know, when, when Sagan caught those two breakaway guys, we were like, yeah, these guys are toast any second now. And uh, I, and he stayed. That was amazing.
3: To be honest, I kept waiting for Dillier to crack. I was like, okay, when is he going to crack? Is it now? Is it now? Is it now? That
0: made the race <laughs> super... It, Interesting to me, the last, I don't know, 10, 15K. When he first, when Sagan first got to him and he was like, and then Delia was just kind of like hanging on to him, hanging on to him, hanging on to him. That was one thing. But then when he went up front and started pulling, mm-hmm. like took a turn I was like, well, yeah, this fucker has something left. This is amazing. I'm sure that in Sagan's head was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? This is nuts. Well, I'll take it. Thank you very much. I will say something else for Peter Sagan. As soon as he crossed the line, he went right out to Delier and shook his hand. But he also which, like, knew, uh, and I think classy. a lot of
2: people were feeling oh, him, like if he made one tiny little mistake, he was gonna that guy was gonna get him. Oh, absolutely. Once no, they no, got no, no, within different. 10K, you had that feeling like this guy just got another burst of something, and he he just needs one shot. It reminded me of Heyman's
0: win last really? year. Yeah, no, it was it's has that
1: happened before? Where someone is on the break like that and they make it to the finish? Is that how Van Summerin won? I don't think, I think Van right? Someren, yeah. Uh, Heyman, definitely. Yeah.
0: Really? Heyman oh, did it yeah, I yeah. think Van Someren may have... No, okay. So I'm going to say something that's going to be incredibly controversial. Okay, so you guys be ready. I will say this with a disclaimer.
1: What That you hate Nick Nguyen's supermarket? What, I...
0: <laughs> when I... what I'm about to say... It's my opinion, my opinion only. It does not reflect the opinions of the rest of the podcast, the staff, or any of the co-hosts. I'm starting to think that Peter Sagan is not that bad of a guy. He may be a douchebag. I think like, look at that douche. But I thought it was super classy and super awesome that he went up to Dillier and like shook his hand and was like, That's, that was fucking intense. Because that, I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, if, if, if Sagan would have attacked at the same time with Seb Van Mark, right, and they would have gotten there together, Sagan would have been like, yeah, I won, and they would have been like, hey, sorry, dude, you got second, and that's it. But he was like, these motherfuckers have been out there, and he helped, he helped me keep those guys behind me, and then I beat him in a sprint, of course, because I'm way fresher than he is, and he went up to him,
2: I thought that was... But well, he didn't really cool. beat him. Like It's not like he beat him. I mean, he was well, still in the photo. Like, it wasn't... Yeah, I, yeah exactly. He was I know, there. But, yeah, yeah. No, just
0: unbelievable, cool. awesome, so good for him. It's just... Yeah, I was super amped. That was... For me, that was the story of the race. I loved so it.
3: So, this is what Sagan needed to do for you to like him.
0: No, I didn't say I am like him. I'm starting to think maybe... <laughs> I'm starting maybe, to think that maybe I should maybe think... Maybe you can forgive him for past offenses. thinking about... <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I just thought
2: that that was really nice. What if he, he wins? What if he wins Amstel Gold Race this weekend? Sagan? Yeah. What if?
0: Uh no. Well, good for him, I guess. I don't. I I, you I wouldn't I, change your mind. No, I don't. I. The only things that are going to change my mind, like, are acts, not racing. I already know that Manny's a beast. I already know he is the best cyclist of our generation. Of his generation, rather of our generation, <laughs> definitely not. But, mm, mm, I don't know. We'll see. We'll let's, see say,
3: let's say that he's slowly making some grounds right here say,
0: for, like, whereas before, for
3: reconsideration I, yeah, of the. Before I would let him
0: in the house, now I would keep him in the garage.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> hmm, nice. I don't know, man. That. All the stories about him at the Tour de San louis are just but a the,
0: I You have to think about this too. We we're talking about almost like six, seven years ago now. Five five years ago. It's That's a long time, man. That's a long time. I mean, yeah. And also, but then who else has done ridiculous shit like that too and stuff? And I don't know. But it, it's way funner. Oh, yeah. no, It's way
2: funner to dislike people that do like him. Yeah, well... You know, look, sport needs heroes and villains. I mean, that's great. So, yeah. I think it's not that he's like
1: an out-and-out out villain, no. but I've said this before. I think what bums me out is that people are like, ooh, yeah, he's a good um personality. Like, he has such personality. I'm like, sports. only yeah. in cycling would he count as someone with personality. Like, ooh, he has a goatee. <laughs> and a man bun. Well, not anymore, but-
2: yeah, like, oh, what a madman. He, did he didn't cut his hair for He did for six show months. a lot of very nice, subtle personality this week when Tom was giving him hell and he, you know, razzed him a little bit back. And then he goes out and just does what he does and then has the personality not to say anything, even though we know what he's saying. I thought that was. Listen, all I'm saying
1: is back in my day, cyclists would crash their Lamborghinis. That's right.
2: <laughs> and do would cocaine. do
1: cocaine because they were so drunk that they forgot if they did cocaine or not. That's personality, my friend. This is
0: this is absolutely true. This is very very true. Back in my day,
1: Marco <laughs> Bantani is looking from the sky, just going, "Oh, how cute, a goatee." Mm.
3: Uh, I have two other stories that I liked from from this race. So, one is Evaldas Siskevicius. I don't know if I'm, I'm probably butchering his last name from Delco. I don't know if you guys saw that. Mm-mm. So, he was just riding in front of the broom wagon.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. He didn't have
3: a team car because the car for the team cra- like cracked and they had to put it in a tow truck. <laughs> and he got a puncture. But wait, listen to this. So, he was riding in front of a broom wagon. He refused to quit and mm-hmm. he got a puncture so at that point then like, okay this is it how is he going to fix the puncture of course the room wagon is not going to you know like it's not a neutral support but since the car was broken then the tow truck was driving behind the room wagon so he climbed in the tow truck <laughs> got a wheel out of the team car change no. the wheel and then continue And the guy said, I don't care. I don't care. I just want to get to the velodrome. I don't care. But he got there an hour later than Peter Sagan. The velodrome was already closed, but the organizers opened the gate for him so he could finish the race. Man, that's the spirit. That's what I like to see. But you know what? He did not finish the race. He did not finish
2: the race. How did he get back to the hotel? Yes, he did. And here's what I'm going to say. No, no, He did
0: not because if he, he got out of the way. To go back to the team car, that means the broom wagon was in front of him. He's been disqualified.
2: All right. Well, here's my, here's my appeal, David Lapartien. I know you're listening. You and the UCI, you have to extend the time cut for a race like this. You know these these guys are professionals, and it's clear most of the time this is a job for them. But when you see how much this race means to guys that should be sort of jaded and like I don't know, you know, like these guys, they do stuff and they don't seem to be phased by it. This race matters so much to guys. Extend the time cut a little bit. Give people a chance to – They know, didn't give
1: something. a chance to Ted King at the tour, remember?
2: and I, I would say to, to anything that's this significant in a sport that you let the riders have the, the ability to determine the chance for them to fulfill something. This matters so much. and When you talk about personality and panache and the things that we love about this sport – when you take away those opportunities, like this guy doing this, I've seen it all over the internet, right? Like people love this story because we're all like that. We've all had that moment where we're just going to get home by ourselves yeah, on but our you bikes.
1: Know, I think both at UCI and certainly the ASO, like they have made a big deal out of the Lantern Rouge not being sort of a celebrity of not offering them up to do interviews and press conferences and stuff. Which I think is ridiculous. Totally. So I think this is kind of like that. Like they're like, we don't want you to uh, follow the loser.
2: Well, because the thing is, that guy is still faster than you know anyone else on. Well, Earth. not only
1: that, but there was absolutely no reason that he couldn't. He didn't just go home. Like he finished that was out of so being
3: good. stubborn. That was so good. Like he cool. wanted
2: to do it because know? it mattered. I would rather have people in the sport. Or in business or in anything that you're doing, give a damn about it to the point where they give a damn versus someone who's just, you know, out there. Like, clearly, we want passion in the sport. Here's a guy with that. That is super cool. That's amazing.
1: I would say you just reward those people with at least. I think in a one day race does there need to be a time cut? I mean, I guess as long as there's timekeepers there, I mean if there there wasn't then they can't give you the time but um, but why is there a time You cut? Know not been like doing
2: a-, a good job of this, I think is if you're watching the Katusha race reports on their YouTube channel, you know, mm-hmm. they're very much about the vibe and the spirit and the camaraderie and like they show other teams like they've done just a great job of capturing the spirit of racing, and it's really refreshing. I really enjoy that. Um, I don't think I it should be for every race. Show. We shouldn't hand out trophies to everybody. I'm saying it's Perry roubaix Guys want to finish in the velodrome, and they want to go to the showers. I think you should allow people to But no one goes to the showers anymore. Yeah, the showers don't <laughs> even work anymore. But listen. Okay, well, give them the chance to finish in the velodrome. Listen,
0: I, I understand. I have two points to make. Number one, when I did the Sportif, I was so far behind my brother that I got there when they had already closed the velodrome. And I had to like, you could still walk in, but not ride in. So I could, I had to put my bike over the fence in order to actually ride the velodrome. That's number one. Number two, you have to understand the reason that they have time cuts is because they can't continue to have, keep the roads closed. They have to open the, 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 they can't just be like, hey, town of Roubaix. Keeper. No,
1: no, no, no. But if there's a timekeeper.
0: When are get you
2: a UCI there. apologist? I am when not an apologist.
0: Go? I'm i I'm an explanationist.
2: I know how it works. I'm making an appeal to the <laughs> hundreds of UCI employees listening to this podcast.
1: But how about this?
2: Boss.
1: And most more importantly, I didn't know there was a Katusha YouTube channel because I'm captivated by Bob Roll's YouTube channel. Oh yeah! <laughs> I am not
0: captivated by either of those YouTube channels. I'm captivated by a bunch of nerdy comic book channels. But the Bob Brown yeah. is awful.
3: Now that I listen to CD, I have to get something out of oh, my oh, chest just because go. what you describe how beautiful the Paris Roubaix is. Can you imagine how heart wrenching must be for the professional women not being able? to have the opportunity to experience and that. And it's
2: coming. Like you that is that just coming like it's seat. just
3: like wrenching. It's it's not, I mean, it's you're a professional in this sport and you don't have the yeah, chance to experience I don't think it's heart-wrenching
2: that. because
1: they knew there was That's, never a chance.
3: Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. No, I don't think. I think they had little hope.
2: It's like them. if you're blind, you don't miss seeing things. We we will have a women's Perry roubaix within three years. Yeah, probably. But.
3: Dude, they have it for juniors, they have it for under-23s. You think is really being too crazy to dream that maybe the professional women deserve a race? You, if you have it for juniors and under-23s, it's like, one. oh no, they wouldn't even talk about it. There will
2: ours. be like,
0: one within on. three years. Yeah, I'm sure there will be, but I don't think that...
1: But there won't be anywhere yeah. to watch it. Da-da-da.
0: Okay, so we have... Uh, a nice little race. Coming up is the Amstel Gold on Sunday. And I would love to hear what you guys think about Amstel Gold as far as uh, predictions, of course. So, why don't we uh, start with, let's say we start this time with CD, because we've let you go by like all the way to the end a couple
2: of times now. So, CD, why don't you tell me what you're thinking? Well, I'm going to say this. There's the obvious answer, and I'm not going to pick him. But there's the obvious answer, which is Valverde. Okay, right? <laughs> I mean, he's going to win. Valverde's right? going to win. Mike, Mike, who's going to win? He's, Amstel he's Valverde? Mike's, Valverde. He's Mike speak. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Mike, who's going to get second at Amstel Gold Race? Valverde. See? Yep. Mike. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so your head says Valverde.
2: No, no, no. I'm just saying let's just oh, – you, know um, you know how in Wheel of Fortune everybody used to pick at the final thing? They picked R, S, T, L, N, and E so much they just gave that to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just said you don't even oh, pick really? those anymore. Like take those and then pick some other ones. Like of course he's going to win. Um, so I don't, I don't want that to count against me. But if he wins, then I want credit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're a dork, dude. <laughs> Ah, uh, what am I picking, head or heart here? What uh, either we way, back? just give me, give them to me Both. either way. I'm going to post them online. Here.
3: You have to do the women's too. Yeah, okay, yeah, we got
2: to do the women's as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Head. Uh, let's do the men's first, then go around the horn, and then we come back to women. Okay. Head, I'm going to say quick step. Come <laughs> uh, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> And then Hart I'm going to say no, You can't Michael say Matthews. Quicks, then you have to say somebody quick because it's going to be Joe or it's going to be Alpha Wolf it's going to be it's going to be Joe or it's going to be God or it's it's I don't be care. care
0: Wait who did you say then
2: Um no I said my my Bob Jungles No 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 no, no.
1: Damiano Cunego
2: Gilbert I'm picking Michael Matthews <laughs> Michael Matthews Okay
0: you're picking Why Michael not? Matthews with your head We either you can't say this. You just give me a heart, give me a head.
2: Okay, uh, Gasparato. There you go. Take that. For your head. For your heart. Okay. and What, what, what difference your does it make? I'm going to be right next week anyway. I know, but who's your head then?
0: I just gave you two. Gasparato and? Michael Matthews. Michael and Matthews. your head. All right. There you go.
1: Klaus. Uh, Valverde and with my heart and now. You know, it would be nice. Wow. Natalia.
3: Head a la Philippe, heart Uran. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I just looked, Uh, I don't mean to, because I'm looking at the start list now. Uh, I don't put too much um, importance on the numbers, mm-hmm. but Uran is last
0: who, who in is his the number one. team
1: roster. Uh, I separate market.
0: And who, who knows uh, we'll
1: see May, oh I think maybe they just did it oh no 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 I was going to say maybe after that they just went it seems like it's Van Mark and then alphabetical oh okay okay but nevertheless
0: oh, okay Ooh, awesome so in case anybody cares I'm picking T.S. note with my heart and Alejandro with my
2: head yeah, you're you're gold with that pick with those two. Well, dude, I I, I actually I actually taking the safe route. You always game. do. I play the game. To I win, hope that
1: Carlos Betancourt attacks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and then I hope next week we talk about that for forty five <laughs> minutes. Yes, right. Yeah. Well, it's
1: big news. <laughs> well, that one year I still do remember. Uh, he attacked at the end of Wallone, and for a second I thought he was going to win. So, and I still remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you yeah, I Jan- really do. It's in amazing. Colombia, when, when he attacks, th- the next day is a national holiday, so you don't have to go to school. That's why everybody loves it.
1: Everyone's <laughs> cheering him
0: on. All right, I'll go first for women. Um, I am going to go with my heart, with uh, magic eyelashes, Annemiek van Vleuten, and I'll be good if she wins. But uh, with my head, I think that Anna van der Breggen is going to win again. She's racing too well these days. So, uh, CD women's
2: one. There's seven United States riders in this race. I want to point that out? Oh wow! So we. I know, right? That's Corridor, pretty
3: good. Yeah. Winder, Corinne Corridor, Rivera. Yeah.
2: Um, hey. Which one am I picking first here? Which which? Uh, you which, get to. Doesn't it matter. Whichever. Well, then I'm going to go with my head and go uh, Vanderbregen as well. Okay. Oh, you want to hear something funny? I was
0: writing Van der Bregen and I actually wrote a Van Mark. <laughs> Van der
2: Bregen. Okay. And I'm going to keep it. I should just keep it. No, I don't want to keep it all Dutch. I do. I'll go Longo Borghini for my heart. I'll go with my – That
3: is Italian.
2: I know. <laughs> no, that's no, I'm more Italian. I'm want going, to going to with my it. heart. My Italian heart, my Stefano heart says oh. – We'll do that. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. I should have picked an American, but I didn't.
3: Okay. Yeah, you could have gone
2: with Corinne Rivera. All right, right next week anyway. It doesn't make a difference. Corinne Rivera worked, worked really well for you last time. <laughs> oh,
0: that's really funny. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> Klaus, what about women's?
1: Oh, I don't know a lot of the writers. Do uh, you want me to help you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I know the van vans. Well, there you go. So maybe you can go Van Van like I did. Yeah. And who? what's the name of the American from Southern California? Corinne Rivera. Rivera. No, there you go. I like her because I watched a video about her. So yeah. let's put her for She's my heart. She's Filipino. All right.
0: So Klaus goes with Corinne Rivera for her yes. heart. And then you heart. go for Van der Breggen or Van Floyten for? Van Floyten. Van Floyten. Okay. All right. Magic eyelashes for Klaus. And finally, but definitely not lastly, and I don't know what to say. What is it? Finally, lastly, but not whatever the hell. Anyway, it's Natalia.
3: Okay. So, no, I think Van der Bregen is going to win it, but I'm going to go with Kasia. No, that's just You can't do
1: that. If you think
0: that you're going to win, then you you put her as the one that you think is going to win.
3: And uh, that's what they the then, then Van der Vanderbregen Van wins, and then with my heart
2: We go. also we know who's going to win this race, Alejandro Valverde. He's <laughs> going to win this one too. He's going to win everything. He's going to win everything over the next ten days. Valverde. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He's well, going to sneak Val into the win. You know. Now that you bring Alejandro past, Valverde, Valverde is already home before me on my commute home tonight. Valverde. Uh, the-
1: <laughs> he's going to race you on your commute home. Man, he's already home. Everywhere.
2: I haven't even left yet, and he's already there. Oh, you're still in the
1: office. Yeah. Mike, this is
2: work. Oh, Mike I feel Springs. bad that
0: we keep you. Mike Spriggs, I have a question for you. Uh, on Saturday, there's the Tour de la Finestre, or du Finestre. Who's going to win that? Valverde. All right. See? And then Amstel Gold, the men's. Valverde. And the women's. Valverde. The Trobe Leon is also on Sunday. Valverde. Oh, wow, man. He's going to be busy. What about the tour of the Alps that starts on Monday? Valverde. Wow. The tour of Croatia starts next Saturday? Valverde. Vuelta Castilla-Leon, also on Saturday? Valverde. Wow.
2: The
1: commute home in Portland, Oregon? Valverde. Jesus. That's right. The tour of Romandy Valverde.
2: The tour of...
3: The basketball game. Valverde. The city is going to play.
2: <laughs> Valverde. Dinner, dinner reservations for 7.30 under... Valverde. Well... Party. Now, listen, your table that. is ready, sir. Penguins versus Flyers tonight.
0: Valverde. There you go. I already put my money on Valverde for that game. So,
2: Where does um, the Tour of Flanders race uh, unofficially begin, according to Paul Sherwin? Valverde. Oh, exactly. my <laughs> nope. God. They named the hill after him.
1: Unbelievable.
3: <laughs> where the Julio Iglesias poster <laughs> is. Valverde. That's where the race
1: starts. Yep. <laughs> He's omnipresent. He is who
2: Valverde.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Amazing.
0: All right, guys. Thank you so much again, and we will talk next week about um, Amstel Gold. I hope you guys.
3: Are we going to meet before Fletch Valon? I uh, probably. Probably, maybe,
0: perhaps. Um, let's try. Let's try to. Let's try to let's uh, try to record either the 16th or the 17th.
2: You know, I think we know who's going to win that. Uh,
0: which one are you talking about? Which race? Actually, it doesn't really matter. Lachlan. Valverde. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Hi,
2: uh, who's joining us for
0: that next podcast? Valverde. No way. He is. Exactly. Yeah. Wow.
2: yeah, he is. Yep. Wow.
0: Thanks, Mike. Man, Mike's hooks it's just every just awesome. Mike just hooks at all. Mike changed his name actually. He doesn't go by Mike Sprigs anymore. Oh, really? What does he go by?
2: Yeah, Valverde.
0: Oh, wow. That's awesome. Imagine you're the kid that I knew that changed his name to Luke Skywalker. Well, his name was already Luke, and then he changed his middle name to Skywalker. His crew was almost too live. Oh, that's hilarious, dude. (laughs) That's (laughs) terrible. Well, with that, we leave you for today, and we will talk to you next week. And then we will actually, yeah, we'll uh, review I'm Still Gold and look forward to the roll on. Okay? Thanks, everybody. We're out of here. Peace.
3: くれくれくれ kure kure くれくれたこら